Hello and welcome to the Dinner Dudes. I'm Izzy. I'm Rocker, the one and only. I could be the Prowler. I could be Spidey. I could be Gwen. But no, today I'll be Rocker because we are covering the phenomenon of the Spideyverse. Outstanding. Take it away. To review. Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse. Are we going spoiler, spoiler filled? I'd like to not if we can avoid, because I believe it's a disservice. Well, look, it's too early, so yeah. So we're gonna try our best. You know what? No spoilers. We're gonna give a couple insights here and there, but we're not gonna really give it much spoilers. It'll be a quick review. And yeah, I think if anything, we're not gonna go to the point where it's not common knowledge at this point. Exactly. That being said, so let's take it away. All right. This takes place right after the events about what? Approximately a year later after the events of uh, Into the Spider-Verse, right? Yeah, because he has grown Morales has grown a bit. Yes, he's I, I, I think it's a year. So and I don't want to be completely freaking, you know, but I do believe it's a year and we all know what happened. And if you you guys did not know, they give a quick, in the beginning of the film, they give a quick uh, refresher, brief refresher, what happened, as well as taking it from Spider-Gwen's point of view or Gwen Stacy's point That part is phenomenal. Yes. I didn't know where they were going with this, but it sets the tone for the rest of the movie. It does. And if there ever was a beginning of a movie that really sucks you in, because it was rather long than normal. It's, it was it's, 50, 16 minutes, it was, yeah. Yeah, before you see the credits or anything or the title page, you see what's happened to Gwen and, and her backstory, which is heartbreaking. But let's get into what this ends up making the, the greatness of the movie is it's vivid. It's colorful. It's fast paced. It's well written. Mm-hmm. Very few thing, very few dialogue in this movie is is straight direct. There's a lot of subtext. There's a lot of joking, a lot of puns, but it's so cleverly written that you as the audience member understand everything that's happening. And to the point that your mind is always working in this movie, but not working hard. Now, if if you are a comic book fan and you've read the comic books, you will enjoy it probably slightly more. But even if you haven't read that one book, you will still enjoy it a great deal and you'll understand everything because it's pretty much told to you in four whatever, four K, whatever, beautiful rendered color. And the beauty of this, and I know I'm gonna take some flack for this, but a lot of people look down on animated films as a lesser form of entertainment or a lesser form of cinema okay now this film as i said in my quickie review is by far the best movie i've seen this year probably one of the best movies i've seen maybe you know in at least a year and a half i mean that's not you know i don't want to get crazy but it's that good okay except for one small flaw which it's a spoiler, and I cannot, and I cannot really mention it without 
you know, without spoiling some of the film or at least a, a definite plot point in, in, in the movie. So I'm not going to mention that. But it's it's minute. It's just me and my continuity thing that, you know. You can't do that. And tell us there's this thing that irks you and then just, I'm not going to say. No, I mean, look, I mean, it's out there already. If 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 people look, they've announced, they, they, they've mentioned stuff about what I'm talking about. And for some people, it might not be a big deal. Or for some, I mean, I, heck, I went with my sister and my niece and my niece was flat out pissed off and she's 13 years old and she was pissed off so that this happened and so but that's uh let's let's say all right um piggybacking on what you said yeah as as a fan of anime go for it let's go to like demon slayer the movie there were scenes in that that i don't think even with the greatest cgi in a live action you can replicate um, as I'm watching season four of Attack on Titans, there's some grandiose scenes that you like a scale that makes the end uh, the fight scene in, in, in Endgame look like just one acre of land. Right. It's global, it's epic. So the power of animation, it's been, of course, directed towards a, a younger crowd in the history of animation. But if you look at this movie and others like it on this scale, I know they give it a PG rating. But again, twisted. It's still, it's still geared to your younger audience. That, that's it's very adult. And again, then again, every Marvel movie is geared towards the younger audience as well. I mean, they're not well, made for freaking for, 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 uh, for, you know, adults. No. And, and I'll say this. There's no knockable. That's that thing. As adult content in this movie, they did a magnificent job not going with adult language. Well, I mean, you knew that. I mean, yeah. They didn't curse a ton. They didn't go into huge innuendos, which is a demonstration to everybody out there. You can do it. It can be done. It can be it so entertaining. Innuendo that if you look, look into it, I mean, you know. It we, is, but we, it's we, not. We can, it's can not get like we're into that Iran and again, it's 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 another another. I'm not. Another, I'm another, not pointing yeah. fingers, but if you look at anime done, if you look at animation done by DC, whoa, that's a different level. Yeah, but see, but DC animation, and this is not to knock the DC because hey, kudos, they know they know what they do well, and it's animation that's geared the majority towards the fanboys and the fangirls and the fan people. It's geared towards the adults. Okay, that's moving the- on to some of the better points. Did you see? Everyone's watching the movie. If you go in deep, do you see all the voice actors in here? Yeah. There's heavy hitters. There's not like, oh, this guy don't know, or this guy's... There's some heavy... Oscar Isaacs. I mean, you can go on and on and on about how many heavy hitters voice actors are in this. It's insane. Speaking of heavy hitters, speaking of voice actors, I'm happy and I'm... Somewhat a little bit slightly surprised. I'm still happy that Marvel and obviously Sony and the people, the people, the powers that be did not get too greedy and want to change the voices. And let's say, oh, get JLo to play Rio or get uh someone, someone, someone else, a more well-known quote unquote Puerto Rican actress to play 
to you know to voice um yeah look they kept JK Simmons as as um Joan, Jonah Jameson. Yeah, well, and that's the one spoiler I'll say, which is awesome. And it is canon. J.K. Simmons is is J. Jonah Jameson in every single universe. Okay? So that is awesome. So, okay. So you have this all-star cast that if you put him into a regular movie, it, it's up there with, with any ensemble. All right? I find the one of the greatest things of the movie is, you know, you have Marvel making comic books come to life. This is comic books made into a comic book movie. There are time there. I like to think of it as the ultimate page flip. Hmm. There are scenes in here where they actually have cutouts, like action sequences, where you're watching a comic book page flip happened. I mean, there's you actual- don't lose sight of that. I love that and I appreciate that because I know the Hulk, one of the Hulk movies took a hit for it being comic bookish or whatever, but I understood what the director's trying to say, that trying to pay homage to the origins of it. And if that wasn't enough, like you said, for the comic book geeks out there, the amount of Easter eggs and references. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, we we don't have time for this. And there's there's so many from voice actors to characters to characters and this and that and and there's I do believe if I'm not mistaken there's approximately ooh, it was I do believe it was like over two hundred different characters that had to animate in this film. And now let me see if I can get this correctly. Okay, um. The animation, and this is a minor spoiler. People know that Spider Punk is in it, so the Sp- Sp- Spider Punk in particular, who had to be animated in a different way. Now, this movie was well the first uh, Into the Spider Verse, one of the first movies that had characters that were that were one frame per second, two frames per second. They were animated on different on different planes. Okay, now, and you can tell that Miles, that uh. uh um, Spider Man twenty ninety nine, Miguel O'Hara is is one for is is one, and then you have Miles, which is two, and then you have other characters, Gwen and everyone else. You know they they vary in different cell shading and different and different uh, animations and different looks and whatever. Now, for Spider Punk, since I mean people who read the comics, they know he's a very uh, he's an anarchist. He's a very anti the establishment character, so they had to do something different for that character, and they. Took him three years to animate that one character to get him at three frames per second. That's why he kind of glitches. Exactly. It's nothing short than modern day digital artistic This permanent fucking film, outstanding. Artistic genius. That's what it is. And I am so floored that they were given the freedom because I know I read somewhere where they, they presented to the board uh, oh we we'll need a thousand uh, or so, so animators and this and that whatever and yeah. they leapfrog past that because they had a vision and oh my goodness the vision they had and the finished product which I think they just finished the last last edit like 10 days before the release yeah. They, they went all the way to the top. It's 
it is really an artistic marvel, pun intended, when you put the total body of work together with what you said, with different frames per second, with different lighting, different, I mean, and then you have Spot, right? The villain who himself, you kind of remember, uh, it kind of reminds you of what's the name of, What's his name? In ah, oh, oh my God, the other uh, R- Rorschach, voiced by uh, Jason Schwartzman, Giddy Graves. And again, he had such distinct character. He wasn't total evil. He was a little demented. He was revenge uh, fueled, but every character was distinct with their own kind of humor, which is great because it always maintained the humor. How more powerful he gets, and how much more. Uh, of a of a big deal he becomes within the film, and it, it's just I mean like you see the the the, the, the Spider Gwen scenes and if if the if you read the comics even if you know the comics you see her how her world was all pastels and pinks and 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 it was her style while. You had other places which they were super gritty, and then you have Spider-Man India, who had a whole different style, and it was just, uh, it was just. And, and Morales kept, because we're from New York, he kept urban, of course. Which is, a, I mean, I've watched his scenes and his plan, his dimension, and I felt like we are in New York. Yeah. From the subway, the graffiti, the trains, the, the rooftops, the buildings, everything else. One thing. Another thing that really floored me was the soundtrack. Yes, the soundtrack. Well, it was the, so on point. I knew that this was, was going to be just as good, if not better. I mean, they had they had to come. They had to come with it. And you know, I mean, this movie, the character of Miles Morales, I was always a fan of. But of course, I'm a Peter Parker guy, you know. But after watching this film, and you know. It brought Miles into a new light for me on how badass, and I know that's just, you know, a, a overused and played out word, how badass the character is. Well, Miles is what Peter Parker couldn't be, which is he is his own person, and he's got different strengths and different, um, I use this loosely, courage than Peter Parker had. Peter Parker seen all the characters, from Miles to Gwen to everybody, they all have a common denominator, is that they're conflicted and they're damaged by their a tragic past. But, but so was Peter. Let's not, let's not get into that. And which No, whole- no, I, I'm saying he has a different kind of courage and he's he's got the courage to be himself. And he's more on the cusp of revealing his identity than Peter Parker ever was. But it's a whole it's a whole different thing and I can't get it, it is and but that's the beauty is that he <laughs> is spoiling it man we can't he is a different person you gotta embrace that yeah, no no and I get that it's a different generation a different person Peter Parker it's beyond Peter Parker came out what 1964 62 whatever it was I mean he's been around for 60 years it's a it's a completely different thing while, while Miles is, you know, even though he's 15, 16, 17 years old, I mean, he's only been around, what, 
maybe two, no, I'm, I'm, not even, I'm, I'm even gonna say what 15 years I mean if even that long so phase five has guardians and this out of the gate right well is quantumanian part of it I guess quantumania is part of it I mean officially is this part of the Marvel how's it not Touche. I'm just saying. I'm 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 playing devil's advocate here. Is it? Well, <clears throat> from business point of view, how is it not? I mean, because I, well, Mar doesn't have his grubby hands on it. Technically speaking, it, this, it, of course, it, if you want to be technical, but for the casual viewer out there, Marvel, Spider-Man, Avengers. All right. So it's, uh, let, 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 let's get deeper into that. How can you, if you're Disney, Marvel, MDMCU, Kevin Feige, your boy? I, Where is our live action Miles? I would love to see it. Oh no! Or, I love in the next Spider Man. Wait, wait. No, that was my beef. That was my beef with the last Spider Man. I thought it was fantastic. I wish he were in it. Well, we know he's. We know he's in it. But in the live action, the last one, he should have been in it. In the, I do believe the second film. When uh, Peter Parker, Tom Holland speaks to Danny uh, Donald Glover, and he really and he kind of alludes to the fact that his nephew is he has a nephew that's running around. His nephew is Miles Morales because he plays Aaron, who you know. Eventually, I just wish. I mean, I I know they didn't want to have the spotlight completely on it, but if Miles had just made an appearance, you know how much was dying for that. I think everybody would have lost their you know what in the theaters. Yeah, but see, but yes. why are they trying to keep it this thing unless it's a license thing? There's money to be made, brother. There's money to be made. Why? Why the rush? Tom, not Hunt. the rush. The fan satisfaction. Why? If if they can, we're gonna be there no matter what. The kids. Okay, gonna- I'll tell you what. If we have to wait all the way to the end. To secret wars, get to the planet, and all of a sudden, Miles comes out of nowhere and kicks everybody's butt. Yes, I might need a diaper. That's fine, but it doesn't matter because we're not the demographic anymore. Oh, please don't say that. Please, please. Wait. All right, we're gonna edit that out. Uh, editor, editor, cue that. Okay, mark that. You know that we're gonna edit that. All right. Final thoughts now. I am not going to spoil it, but everybody already knows it ends in a cliffhanger. This is not the finale. There's a third, which should be the finale, but the cliffhanger. Did you see it coming? Well, I mean, first of all, I mean, Raka said what I was trying to avoid, you know, so uh, if you guys didn't know that. didn't say what happened. I said there's a cliff. You can't you, you, you don't exist on this digital planet if you don't know this ends in a cliffhanger. Boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. All right. Come on, do your best dance around the grave. Do your best dance. Did not know that because this is what I do, ladies and gentlemen, and everyone out there in um in Dead Ed Dudes, you know, Utopia or whatever. I watch the first oh, if it's a movie I want to watch, I watch the first trailer. And then I avoid everything else until I go see it either in the theater, on streaming, or wherever else. 
Okay. So no, I did not at all think that it was going to end on a cliffhanger, which is what I was trying to allude to before Pete, before Raka, uh, so eloquently blew it up. So, but yeah, no. Oh, we're just blowing everything up now. Okay. If you are listening and you need to be convinced, you will not be disappointed. In fact, you will be the opposite of disappointed. You will be blown out of your seat. And I don't think you'll blink for a second. Two hours and 20 minute runtime. Um, I'm pretty sure most people will hold on to their bladder because it's so well paced. I don't see a second where I would have got up and went to the bathroom for five minutes. And people are screaming bloody murder. That if it was a four-hour film, people would still be there watching a four-hour film. But, you know, and yes, there is no spoiler, but there is no end end credit scene, so go home. (laughs) Okay, you have given your... Watch it. You don't have to. If this is the first one... I mean, it's, it's going crazy now on, on Prime and you know, all these other, all these all these channels. So watch. If if you have not seen Izzy's, if you have not seen Izzy's quickie review, there's no spoilers in it. You gave it. What do you believe? Nine out of nine point two. Nine two. And I believe you gushed over it more than I've heard you gush over many movies. Maybe two or three I could count. Um, it may, it it's may that me- damn good. And, and Izzy is a tough grader. Feel things I did not feel since I was 16 years old. Okay. Um uh, you have left me speechless. Actually, I have things to say, but I can't because FCC rules. Um I must say, after seeing it myself, I'm on par. You know, we can quibble about points. I give it a nine out of ten. It, it is that damn good. I will actually watch it again in the theaters. Uh, because I just want to watch it again. It's that damn good. And again, if you guys can, are safe and you're happy and you're cool, this is a movie you definitely have to enjoy in the theater. I'm not I'm not a, a showrunner for Sony Marvel, the whole above, uh, but there are certain movies you've got to see in the theater and there's certain movies you could be watching at home, even if it's a 4K TV. you got to see this in the theater. Yeah, it's just like Guardians. You've got to see that in the theater. I mean, I love Guardians, and this just mops the floor with Guardians. Ooh. I mean, let me maybe not mops the floor, but it it is it's 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 a it's a it's a better film. All Thanks. right, tell us what you think. Uh, thank you for liking, subscribing, and all your support, all your feedback as Deader News, uh, Deader Dudes Nation swells on our YouTube channel. We're closing on the five thousand subscribers. Thank you very much. And uh, we're expecting great things, especially all the summer movies are coming out, Loki and whatnot. Hey, reach out to us. And thank you. Thank you very much. Remember, remember, always save the whales. Take care, everyone.